I'm Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. And I'm Ken Pierre, and this is The Way I See It. So, today was National Walkout Day, the 14th. Amazing. And it was a powerful day in my own life that I shall never forget. I was invited by my kids, uh, our kids at Cross Keys High School, to come down and watch their witness and support them in their uh, walkout protest. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, I just started crying. I watched these children, young teens, just take over. They managed the whole thing. Uh, the principal, Jason Hurd, uh, supported them, but it was totally run, done by them, organized by them. Um, and we watched it, the domino effect, as the time zones changed at 10 o'clock in the morning all across this country. All across the country. All across this country. And if, if you can't be moved, I don't care uh, you know, what political spectrum you're on, I could not believe um, the movement and the energy, and it's not going to stop. People thought this was a blip on the Richter uh -huh. scale. From the children that I witnessed um, on, you know, today at Cross Keys High School, this is not over. I mean, thousands of kids just passionately speaking out. And what I wanted us, if we could talk for a few minutes today about what I think that some of the lessons we have from this walkout. Yeah. And I think one is we're watching these teens that were passive and on social media and, and, and kind of witnessing or observing the world because the parents have taken over, they're dominant, a lot of them helicopter parents. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. We want you to go to Harvard, this and that. So these <laughs> kids have really developed this very passive nature, mom and dad or grandma will take care of it. But what we have seen is this passive to active. I, I, Ken, I could not believe how quickly in, an, in a moment, and, and the thing I think it's important for us to talk about, lessons learned, is because the slaughter of these innocent people at Parkland, mm. and, and Sandy Hook, and the, you know, the list Everywhere. goes on and on, yes, but enough is enough. I mean, that they, I think, have really called it out. So what do you think? Have, have, didn't you witness this energy change? More than an energy change. It was a... It's so motivational and inspirational to see kids younger, because I, I don't even, cause I feel like I'm, I'm considered a millennial, but I don't feel like the kids that are 18 are millennials. These are, yeah. these are movers, these are shakers. Yeah, really. Like, I feel like that skipped a generation. And can you believe <clears throat> how these leaders emerged? You and I were watching 18, 16 year olds <laughs> being interviewed. Like they so were the, eloquent. Eloquent. So articulate. Articulate. I couldn't, and these these were people that weren't bred, even though it's been said they were bred for this and were reading off teleprompters. None of none of that is true. It's on social media. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's these these are really kids that were tapped by the I call it the grace of God by the suffering of others. I think in any movement, again, whether it was the Vietnam War, whether it's the civil rights movement, whether it was the suffrage movement. Yeah. Now that we're talking about women's history this month. Leaders emerge. Always. They, 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 you, you know, that's going to happen, and I'm just shocked at that. I think it's just amazing. Another thing I want to say is I feel like the cream rose to the top. Yes, yes. Definitely yes. rose to the top. Absolutely. Uh, I, and another big second point I wanted to say that um, came out of Parkland, I really believe this, a month ago, is voters' registration. These kids didn't care about voting. They've seen us in Afghanistan and Iraq, and they see the taxes, and they see a paralyzed oh, no. Congress. They see the whole thing. They, you know, what's my vote, right? Yeah, I don't care. I don't like, care. Even after the election, this last election, they were more like, see what happens, yeah, you well, know, stuff doesn't happens. Doesn't matter. But boy, are they voting. Have you seen them? Cars, buses. Uh, I mean, the they're all registering to vote. Yes, I love it. I love it. I'm, yes. 
Because, I mean, you know, I'm at the other end of the spectrum, getting up to the other end of the spectrum. And it is so amazing to watch these young people thrill at actually casting their ballot. Because we wonder if 57% of Americans vote. Isn't that pathetic? Horrible. One of the lo lowest in the world. We're just given the greatest gift and grace in the world. Take it for granted. Take it for granted. So these kids are going to vote. They're going to be out there voting, and I just think. And that's they're going to make huge changes in Congress. They're going to. They're going to be lobbyists. They're yeah. going to be activists. And exactly, and so that's the next thing I want to talk about. Was we have really bred them for apathy with this Congress and this stalemate and paralysis. So I think you're going to see. Uh, 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 however, it's going to turn out action. action. Yeah, uh, and here, that's pretty funny you said that because instead of watching their action movies, which has driven me crazy, like who can blow up more cars, more buildings, and decapitate more people, is kind of like you know what they've grown up with. God pretty bless much. them, pretty much. That they are get they got to get their rear ends out there and be active, and action. we're seeing it. I love it. We we are, and then finally, uh, last but not least, is civil disobedience. I was so afraid that some violence, something, some other horror would come out of this, God forbid. But could you believe how they embraced civil disobedience? It was like, for me, it was like watching a symphony, an orchestra. orchestra. It was so beautifully mm. rhythm. It, it was just a cadence that, and it went from time zone to time, time zone, zone to time zone. Ding, ding, ding. And as long as I live, I will never forget the ding of 17 times. 17 times, uh, all the The people. silence with the tears streaming down from all the teachers at Cross Keys, myself, uh, the kids. It was so powerful. And that civil disobedience, I just think that that silence also, I think it planted seeds in all of us of the power of civil disobedience, which... Of course, uh, Thoreau began the philosophy. Uh, Gandhi, Gandhi heard about MLK. it from him. Then Martin Luther King. But let's not forget. We, we always do that little thread right there. But we forget about the women's I knew it was coming. It's, it's coming, baby. I knew it was coming. It's coming. Whether it was Susan B. Anthony yeah. in the 1800s, early 1900s, my sister, Dr. Alice Paul, and all these women, they totally... A spouse, right absolutely, right the civil on. disobedience as they were beaten, as they were tortured, everything that happened to them. So these young people just—it's kind of like little birds in a nest that mm. I used to feed when I rescued little little birds. You know, and you, you put the little food in their mouth, and they eat it. They just took to it. It was just so beautiful. And, and, and again, they weren't even trained. No, they weren't indoctrinated. No, because they weren't if trained. you remember during Martin Luther King's, remember we had the school Training. in Nashville. And so everybody would go there for a week or two and go through training that when the police beat you and the dogs attacked you, you were taught how to stand, how to sit, what to do. I thought it was just amazing. They so intuitively got, got it. it. They got it. What The one thing that I, I loved to see was the police created more havoc than, than, than anyone. Like, you're arresting kids for peacefully protesting. Like, what does that look... How does that look on your county, your, your, your state? Like... That's well, how about the two counties that we have, Gwinnett and Cobb County? Okay, I'm going to ding you right here. Right I wanted it to I come. I, it, it's coming. I wanted it to come. It's coming. And what it was coming was that they're going to punish or find some way of punishing any of the kids that walked out. You know, all I can say is God, God bless these kids. I think every one of us, whether it's financially, emotionally, we, you know, this is the change we've waited for. This I, is the change we've wished to see. Um, that they don't want to breathe dirty air and drink filthy water and. Um, they don't want children starving to death and people not having water. And, um, and, and so anyway, I'm excited 
and I, I hate, and we all do, I think, mourn that it had to come out of such horrendous circumstances. Of course. But, um, you know, look at you in the Army and, the, and in your short life and my very, very long life. Um, <laughs> you know, that we see that lots of times some of the greatest changes in history come, come out. Come from, from seeds like this. Yes. So... Thanks, and uh, thanks, uh, again, keep reflecting on this, and please, whether it's a neighbor or a child, uh, go to your high school, go to a school, and volunteer, and look at this energy with these young people. I'm very privileged. I get to work at a couple schools, South Atlanta and Cross mm -hmm. Keys, and it'll give you a new life that you've never known before. I never knew it, and she's already put me on. I'm ready to make an impact within the community like her. <laughs> well, my name is Kim Pierre. This is the way that I see it. And I'm Kathleen Hall. This is the way that I see it. Thank you for joining us. All right. You guys have a great day.